there's, there's a hundred other companies out there. What are you going to do that's going to be different to provide not just value to the customer, but to stand out, not just be another blur in the crowd. Welcome back to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, the podcast for HVAC contractors who are ready to quit screwing around and begin growing their business. Today, I'm joined by Josh Griffin from Griffin Air, and we're going to talk about some different ways that you can stand out and market your business online. All right, today I'm joined by Josh Griffin from Griffin Air. Josh, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. So go ahead and tell us about how Griffin Air got started uh, or when it got started and how long you've been in business for now. So uh, first, I would just want to say uh, I'm humbled um, that you would even have me on a show. Um, you know, I know you've had some other guests that are have way bigger businesses than I do and things like that. Um, we the one thing I can say about us is we have grown every year since I started and every single year. And so we've been in business for coming up on eight years and every single year we've gone up in revenue. And so, yeah, so I'm excited about that, but I'm also, uh, you know, as far as this show goes, I'm excited about some of the things that I feel like we do that maybe the average bear doesn't do in comparison. Um, you know, there's obviously there's traditional ways of marketing, but you know, there's so many different ways that, you know, that folks can advertise their business. And in a lot of cases, it's free, of course, with social media and things like that. So that's, that's kind of been my bread and butter since we started uh, my particular area. It's, it's a niche market. The county that I live in is mostly folks that retire to that area or they uh, have a second home in our area. So it's a different market than say a metropolitan area where you know, maybe you're doing a lot of financing and things like that. So we've found a niche. And when I started Griffin Air, we were the only company, in, there was only one other company in this area that had a website. Um, now that's changed. <laughs> a lot of folks are catching up. So we, we, we've always, I don't have you ever heard of Jesse Cole? It sounds familiar. Uh, I'm not certain if I know he's exactly. The, he's famous for wearing a yellow tux. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he, he owns a, a baseball team and his whole thing is just being different. Yeah. And so we've, we've tried to implement some of that. We, uh, we, we even put blue hubcaps on one of our vans. <laughs> we, um, but because of that, we've had where people, you know, we've had competitors start to copy some of the things we do. Like when I started Griffin air, we had, a lot of our competitors had small lettering on their vans. You could barely read it if you were back, you know, 50 yards. And so I did the opposite. I, I put big cartoonish letters on our vans and just trying to be different. And now we've even got competitors that are copying our uniforms. So oh, <laughs> I'm wow. like, that was not what your uniforms looked like, you know, five <laughs> years ago. Yeah. So, but anyway, so yeah. So uh, you mentioned that, you tried to be different than your competitors. What, what are some ways that you've done that over the years? Well, so I, again, I know we talked about social media. We, um, you know, we, we're always trying to offer more value to the customer. 
So one thing that we offer, and, and I know in other markets, there's way better offers or different offers. Again, it's niche, but we offer a 12 year parts and labor warranty with our installations. And I believe that's the best in our area. We, um, we also, you know, I do my own website. So I'm always putting stuff on there. Like actually just last night, I finished making a page where someone can, whatever brand they have, they can click on that link and it'll, they'll be able to check their warranty. And, um, you know, just adding more and more things like that. And again, these things are free, you know, mm -hmm. they're things that anybody, you know, you, you could put a billboard on the side of the road, of course, but it's expensive, you know, yeah. you can do radio ads, but they're expensive. A lot of this stuff we do is free. And the other thing I'll say is I started dabbling with YouTube a couple years ago and that's really started to take off to where I've also started another business helping folks that are not in our market. Uh, just like a CPA would help you with your taxes. This, the, the whole design of this website, newhvacguide.com is to help them purchase their heating and air system and avoid some of the pitfalls that, you know, a lot of folks fall in. That's really so, smart. Yeah. And again, all this stuff is free. YouTube is free to do. You can make YouTube videos. There's a guy up in Jersey that I follow and this joker, he can post a video and he'll have thousands of views within an hour. And all he's doing is riding around in his old bread truck. Or at least that's what I call them. They look <laughs> like what bread used to be delivered in years ago. And he's riding around his bread truck with his chihuahua fixing stuff. And, <laughs> and his videos are just entertaining. He just records his, you know, he's fixing a toilet and he records it and thousands of people will watch it. And again, it's free. You yeah. know, I don't know why more folks don't do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that, and that's a great point because it, you know, some of the old, older traditional ways of advertising like TV and radio, those can be really expensive and, the the biggest thing that I that irks me about it is you don't even you can't even see any type of stats on it you know you can't see right. how many people actually watched it you can get a you know you'll get a a, a guesstimate of well this it was on this many TVs uh, or right. we can guess that this many people were listening but with you know with YouTube and some of these free things and Facebook and all of them you can see how many people clicked on it how long they watched if they went to your website afterwards. Uh, if they subscribe, it, it's just, it's awesome. And it's, it's way more valuable. Um, but I, I'd like to dive more into this YouTube channel because uh, this is really one of the things that stood out to me first when I, when I was looking into your company, um, because a lot of your videos aren't salesy. They're not like, Hey, hire me. I do HVAC. It's you're pretty much giving away the knowledge that you have about, you know, the systems and, uh, the thermostats and everything. And those videos seem to be doing really, really well, kind of like the DIY homeowner type video. So what, what inspired you to get into doing those type of videos? Well, just to be different. Um, and, and to piggyback off of what you said, I'm huge on ROI. Mm -hmm. So like you were saying, you know, you could do some forms of advertising and you don't really know. I mean, you can get, you kind of guesstimate and there's different factors, but uh, again, yeah, we, it, I'm huge on ROI. And so when it came to YouTube, I there's all kinds of people that are way smarter than me 
in the heating and air trade, doing videos, teaching other heating and air guys how to do heating and air things. And my whole goal with our channel, and it's called Griffin Air currently, I'm thinking about changing it uh, to maybe just my name. But basically, you know, my goal was if I were sitting down with my own aunt or uncle or mom, what is something I would say to them? And so that's always been my goal to kind of talk to the homeowner. And I, I it's not necessarily DIY, <laughs> you know, yeah. some of our videos, I guess you could classify it that way, but it's not necessarily DIY. My, my goal is not to show somebody how to do what I do, show a homeowner how to fix their air conditioner because, you know, there's liability with that and there's, yeah. you know, all kinds of things like that. But there are some things that, you know, when it comes to the heating and air trade, there are some things that folks just don't know. And yeah. a lot of times, especially if they're buying a new system, it's the third largest investment they're going to make in, in their lifetime. In, in most cases, there's obviously exceptions to that. But, you know, first is your house, second is your car, and then this would fall number three. And it's so important. It's, you know, um, the majority of your utility usage typically is to heat and cool your home. And that's been my goal is just to, even with the new HVACguide.com is to just provide information that would help you know, somebody like that, you know, that they yeah. can't get elsewhere. So, yeah. So have you seen, uh, you know, because of the new HVAC guide and because of your videos, have you seen um, more business from that? Uh, the new HVACguide.com I have. Uh, and, and we have had some folks in our local area um, come across a video and, you know, they were either looking up a specific product or this or that, and they just happened to be in our area. Um, so obviously that's great. But I think ultimately, you know, when it comes to, if I was, if I were to be talking to another guy that does what we do, I would say the, uh, it's free <laughs> again, but it's also, uh, you know, one of those things that you you get a chance to really show somebody. Let's be honest, when you go in somebody's house, right? If I'm if I'm in your house this evening and I'm talking to you about an air conditioner, you know that I'm going to make money off of whatever I sell you, right? Mm -hmm. And because of that, it doesn't matter how great you are. There's always going to be a wall up, right? But on on YouTube, those walls are down, you know. YouTube is the second most searched website in the world, second only to Google. <laughs> and because of that, the pie is so huge. Like I don't even care if other people do YouTube videos because the pie is so huge that we can all have a slice. Yeah. And so that's, that's the thing. And so, you know, as far as that goes, if somebody, if another heating and air guy was to start providing some sort of information on that, I would say, yeah, you automatically be, become an expert in your field if you did a video and to some degree, mm -hmm. as long as what the information you're providing is good. Yeah. And, you know, it gives you an opportunity to actually give them the 30 second commercial that they don't want to hear if you're in your house. Yeah. Now. That's awesome. So do you, 
do you have a particular type of video that usually does better than most? Uh, I have done enough videos now where the I'm able to look at, you know, what does better than others. And it's funny, the videos that I would have thought, like if it, when I was making the video, I'm like, this is good information. If somebody were to, to watch this video, it's going to change their life. <laughs> and those videos will get like five views. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'll do other views that are just matter of fact that it's, you know, like I did a video, one of my top watch videos is me standing on top of an RV because we have a lot of campground resorts mm -hmm. in our area. And so I'm standing on top of one of those and I'm I, in 10 seconds, I think I said something to the effect of, Hey, you can have a Wi-Fi thermostat. If you have an RV, uh, a lot of folks don't know that you can, you can turn on your AC on your way down to your camper and, and you know, it'll be cool when you get there. Yeah. And I've got so many views on that, that it's been crazy. So that's, that's one thing. But the other thing is I've noticed that, you know, certain brand, like if you put a brand name with the video that helps. So like if, if somebody were to start their own YouTube channel after hearing this, uh, you know, attach other recognizable things to it. And you never know, like if I do a video on tr a train heat pump, somebody might be searching train heat pumps and come across my video. Yeah. Well, and, and, and since YouTube is, you know, owned by Google, some of those same rules of SEO still apply. Um, so right. it's, it's always, yeah, it's definitely great to put, you know, recognizable keywords in the title. Um, when you say there's a lot of campgrounds near you, are, are you, do you happen to be near uh, New Point? Kinda, that's one county over. Okay. Uh, and we, we've done work in there before. Yeah, I've, my, my uncle has a, uh, a camping spot there. He's got his RV parked there for the year and uh, I've been there a few times. That's a really good, really cool campground. I mean, there's yeah. the, the, the scenery, if you will, the views from the beaches and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty awesome. So you're located, um, you say the, the Northern neck of Virginia and the middle peninsula. Uh, how, how far does that span? Like what, what all counties are you serving? So we're in Middlesex County, which is right beside the Rappahannock river. And so in our, our general area in Virginia, um, when you say Northern Neck or Middle Peninsula, you're basically saying both sides of the Rappahannock. And um, I, I've considered, uh, you know, not saying it the way I say it, because there are parts of the Northern Neck that we, it, it would just not make sense for us to travel all that way. But, um, but so we, we do offer, you know, on both sides of the Rappahannock. So we go to Middlesex, Lancaster, Matthews, Gloucester, uh, King and Queen County. Um, and then we actually even go all the way to Williamsburg, which is uh, about an hour south of us. Oh, wow. But it's the closest metropolitan area. And if you, if anyone were to know anything about Williamsburg, Williamsburg is sort of like, I would say it's like the Nordstrom, whereas if you were to say Richmond or DC is the Walmart yeah. uh, city, uh, no offense to people that live there, but <laughs> those are crap holes of cities in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Williamsburg's a little bit more like a, you know, a Nordstrom type uh, yeah. city. A little haughty toddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Folks retire there. Yeah. They expect a certain level of service. 
They want the best products. Um, they're not looking at the cheapest always. Now they obviously they want a deal just like anybody else does, but they, they're not, they're not driving Hyundais. They're driving, you know, Escalades and Lexuses. Yeah. You know, yeah. So do you often travel down to Williamsburg or is it just every once in a while? I would say it just depends. Sometimes yeah. we're down there every day. Um, sometimes we're only down there once a week. Nice. So how, how big is your fleet now from, compared to when you got started? Well, we have six trucks on the road, uh, but we, we're just trying to find some good help. We're in a small area. So, you know, that already makes it a little tougher than maybe the average company. And just finding, you know, that, that old adage of kids don't want to work today. Yeah. <laughs> just finding some good help is uh, really tough. You know, it, yeah. anybody out there right now is that's saying, you know, I can't find a good job. You're not looking hard enough because everybody's hiring. Yeah. And, um, you know, so because of that, we try to treat our guys really well. We, we offer things that no one else offers. I don't want to really get into all that on here. Yeah, I don't need to. <laughs> because, yeah. Cause it's my, it's none of my competitors business, yeah. but you know, there's things that I've done with some of my guys that are lifetime type things you know wow. once in a lifetime type things that uh you know they would have never done had i not done that with them or for them yeah and um what it really boils down to is you know obviously we're a smaller company and you know you say things like well we're all a family but ultimately if you find some good help <laughs> you, you got to find a way to hang on to them you know yeah they're good yeah. folks and and they can they're, they'll be great wherever they are you know yeah and that's and that's one thing i continue to hear as i interview owners is that it just finding you know good help that is you can depend on just seems to be so hard and, and you're right about people not looking hard enough because um my partner austin was recently speaking with the guy from uh, Tradesman International, which is a company that places like uh, trade jobs or tradesmen to companies, essentially. And he was wow. saying that, like, if you wanted to get into into HVAC or plumbing, he could get you into a course for like six to eight weeks. And after that time, could find you a job making at least 20 bucks an hour. Yeah. And it, like, it's like the people are literally that in need of good quality tradesmen now. So I think, and, and that's, and that's really one of the reasons why we've been so drawn to this industry, uh, you know, as a, as a marketing firm is that, you know, obviously there's going to be an everlasting need for HVAC. So mm -hmm. the demand will always be there. Uh, it's just a matter of the supply, I guess. And so there's a huge opportunity in this industry for anyone, uh, to make good money, honestly. There really is. And the thing that we're noticing, because I, I hate to go back to that analogy, but we, we as a company try to be the Nordstrom of our industry, not the, you know, Walmart, or, or we always say the Chick-fil-A of our industry, not the Walmart yeah. McDonald's, you know. And <clears throat> just finding guys that know how to have a proper conversation with a customer is sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll take somebody with a great attitude 
and willing to learn over somebody that has been doing this for 10 years and thinks they know everything and they have a bad attitude. Yeah. And I'll take that all day long because I can teach you how to fix an air conditioner. You just got to have a good attitude and, you know, um, make the customer feel good about, you know, yeah, whatever. So we, we get that all the time. We get folks that will call us and say, you know, well, I called the cheap guy. I called the guy that could get to me the fastest and he showed up and he was, you know, probably drunk and he had mm -hmm. tattoos on his face and oh, no offense wow. to anybody that has tattoos on their faces, but <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you, you know, it you matters. Like yeah. It matters. People I mean, it does matter how you present yourself, you know, to the customer. Um, so, so what are some things, you know, other than being, you know, other than providing exceptional service, what are some things that you do, uh, to kind of go to market as the Chick-fil-A of, you know, HVAC? Are you doing anything in particular for like leave behinds or like customer, uh, like thanks or anything? Well, again, I don't want to get into everything because some of it is proprietary. Okay. Um, but uh, we try to, every single thing as far as, you know, when you first step, well, not even before that, when they first make that first telephone call to us, um, and then, you know, obviously the technician coming to their home, as soon as they step foot, you know, step their first, first foot in the door, you know, just looking at the experience that they're having, uh, I would, <clears throat> I'll share this. I would dare to say that there's no one um, <clears throat> close uh, to us. I'm, there probably is someone in Texas or, or Chicago, but no one in our local area that has a proposal like I do. Um, when we, you know, give you a proposal to do whatever work it is you need in your home, uh, I provide stuff in that proposal that no one else is offering, including YouTube videos. So there's YouTube videos that I don't even have listed publicly that are attached to, you know, our proposals or our warranties that we registered for them or whatever, whatever the scenario is, Hey, watch this video. And some of those videos have hundreds of views where people watch that video and it just, walks them through our proposal or it walks them through their warranty documents oh, and nice. um you know just things like that it's it's again it's it's me being able to have that 30 second commercial at their kitchen table uh you know that we take for granted today you know 20 30 years ago that was the thing you know you did all your business at the kitchen table you sat down with them you looked them in the eye and you know those days are limited now and it gives you that opportunity to still have that kitchen table conversation. Yeah, that's really cool. So uh, as we begin to wrap up, uh, is there is there anything in particular that you would you know recommend to someone who is you know new to the HVAC industry, like they've just started their own company? Yeah, I I think there's a couple things. Again, getting back to ROI. Um, you know, return on investment when you're looking at doing different types of advertising they, you know, you can, you can do big billboards, you can do radio ads, you can do all these things. And we do some of those sorts of things as well, but, you know, look at being different, you know, look at, uh, you know, look at there's, there's a hundred other companies out there. What are you going to do? That's going to be different to provide not just value to the customer, but, 
you know, to stand out, not just be another blur in the crowd. And again, you know, when it, when it comes to the internet, there's so many free things out there for you to do that isn't that hard, you know, figure it out, hire, uh, you know, Eric, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, hire somebody that knows how to do with these things that you don't know how to do. I, I know, first of all, we had you on our podcast last week mm-hmm. and we were talking about that too, is, you know, there are guys out there that know how to fix an air conditioner way better than, anybody else but they you know they fall short on some of the things that you do and and so you know hire somebody that knows how to do that sort of stuff before you go make a radio ad that nobody's going to listen to yeah oh well you know i I hate to say that but uh it's it's totally true you know i mean especially with xm radio now and podcasts and all these different things that people can listen to you know, things like radio doesn't have the same, at least in our area, yeah. doesn't seem to have the same pool well, that it used to. Yeah. And, and if you do radio, you're going to have to spend hundreds of thousands upon millions of dollars just to get mm-hmm. people to remember you, you know. Like, and that gets back to the ROI because don't get me wrong, you might do a radio ad and you might sell some heat pumps or furnaces, but, you know, you spent more trying to get those those leads, if you want to call it that. And, um, and, and that's the other thing that I love about what you do is, you know, finding an expert that's going to help you and it's going to last, it's going to be lifetime. There's so many gimmicks out there right now. And, you know, I hate to bash somebody on a, uh, you know, a podcast that anybody could hear, but, you know, these companies like home advisor, uh, or Angie's list, they're really blood sucking leeches in our industry Mm -hmm. because they are inserting themselves uh, between the customer and the contractor and what they do is they charge money to the contractor. And in a lot of cases they'll charge several contractors for a quote unquote lead. And, and it's really not helping your business. It, you, will you get a couple leads? Sure. Uh, but the money you would spend on those leads, whereas you could take that same money and hire somebody like Eric and you know, you're going to have a banging website or you're going to have, you know, what, I don't even know what all you do, Eric, but (laughs) some of the things that you guys do and it'll last, right. You know, they're not just going to get one lead. Their branding is now out there and their, their business will change. Yeah. And then that's, that's really the biggest, uh, I swear we're about to wrap up here, but that, that really is the biggest thing that, that grinds my gears about home advisor is that you don't get any branding on there. It's, it's all a blind, it's a blind lead that comes from someone who doesn't even know who they're going to get. And then they send that lead to four or five contractors, charge every single one of them. And then it really it, is a racket. Yeah. And it comes, it comes down to who can call the fastest. Yep. <laughs> and if, if I had the money, I would sue them because in the state of Virginia, at least I, I don't know about all States. Cause I know everybody's different, but in the state of Virginia, I can't even advertise that I do heating and air plumbing or electrical if i'm not licensed in that trade and um you know they 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 advertise all these things that they're not quote unquote licensed to do and all they're doing again is you know they're inserting themselves between a relationship that would be there anyway and a lot of homeowners don't understand that they think well it's free for me and i'm just i'm gonna get three three guys calling me out off of this yeah and it's um you know it's, it's, it's a shame is what it is, yeah. you know? 
Yeah, it, it really is. And so that's, um, and I recently did some research that I found out that HomeAdvisor spends on average about $4.9 million a month on Google ads. Uh, ah. And they're just doing that, trying to bury everyone. You know, if you go uh-huh. if you go on yeah. Google and you search HVAC contractor near me, there's a eighty percent chance that you're going to see a home advisor ad. Uh, yeah, and so they'll we'll usually be they'll even say something like top three contractors in Chicago in this area or whatever. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing is you click on that, and then they're going to do their same song and dance. Yep. You know, so. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Uh, f- you know, for companies that are spending all that money on HomeAdvisor, it definitely is more worthwhile to invest that into other areas of marketing, which you can actually see a return on investment on, and you can actually measure, you know, the results and own the process of it. So, um, Josh, I, I appreciate you uh, being on our podcast today and uh, taking the time out of your your busy afternoon to join us. Yeah, thank you, man. I really appreciate it. I, again, I, I'm humbled that you would even have somebody like little old me on your, <laughs> your, your podcast. No, but, uh, this is great. Can I throw a plug in there? Abs- in case, yeah, uh, absolutely. How can how can people contact you or get a hold of you? If you are in the Northern Neck or the Middle Peninsula of Virginia. We offer a 12-year parts and labor warranty with our installations. We are, you know, we try to offer, again, a lot of things that a lot of other companies don't offer. And if you're in our area, we'd love to earn your business. Uh, If you're not in our area, but you are about to spend thousands on a heating and air system, check out my website, newhvacguide.com. And it's, it's the whole point to the website is to be able to help you avoid some of the problems that other folks experience when they're buying a heating and air system. It's a step-by-step guide to buying that heating and air system. And I could have wrote a book. I could have done other things, but I did this website because I can always add new stuff to it as technology comes out. I've even got a whole page called no-nos things to stay away from. If you're a, a, a homeowner and you're buying a heating and air system. So before you spend thousands, check out that website. Awesome. That's great. Well, Josh, thanks so much for your time. And uh, I will be talking to you soon. Thanks, pal. All right. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, head over to rivaldigital.com and let us know. (laughs) 